The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Uh, good morning. Uh, welcome to the Ready, Set, Grow podcast, where we interview innovative uh, people and companies in the agriculture and food sector. My name is Joe Dales. I'm one of the co-founders of RH Accelerator. Uh, today, we have our super guest host from lovely Regina. Hi, Diana. Diana Latroness. Hi there. <laughs> and our guest is Brian Foster, uh, one of the co-founders at RH Accelerator. Uh, Brian, how are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Good. Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and um, uh, tell everyone what, uh, what RH Accelerator does. Uh, again, thanks for having me this morning. Uh, nice to meet you, Diana. Um, fortunately, I do know Joe and Michael. Um, my background is in uh, software. I'm essentially a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I've started a number of different uh, companies, primarily focused on managing large recreational facilities. Uh, my last venture, uh, we were the uh, you know, largest supplier to universities and college recreational facilities in North America. Uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, sell that company back in 2017 to Constellation Software, uh, which is a large um, publicly traded company on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Um, I stuck around with them for a little while, learned all the tips and tricks of, of their successful operation. And then um, over the years, uh, recognized that there was a real opportunity in London and area to help companies uh, grow and scale uh, and tap into the resources and the expertise that I had built over a number of years. And partnering with uh, gentlemen such as yourself and, and Dave Bilson to create the RH Accelerator. Uh, so as you, as you are aware, we launched that in uh, May of 2018. And uh, since that time, we've been assisting uh, companies uh, with, you know, with operational excellence, with some business acumen, uh, opening up our networks to them, uh, a large group of mentors uh, to kind of give them that leg up. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think our core message at RH is that we're founders for founders. Um, so we can walk along with them uh, on their path to success. Um, what type of profile of uh, early stage companies do you guys look for? Well, over the last number of years, we've actually spent a lot of time um, fitting uh, the Roundhouse Accelerator into uh, the ecosystem that currently exists in London and area and, and broadening that as well up into the Waterloo and Kitchener and Guelph area. Uh, we typically target companies that are a little farther along the path. Uh, they typically have you know, revenue, uh, and that will range depending on the stage of their company. Uh, they have a product that's in the market. They have clients that have kind of purchased their product or their service. Um, we tend to focus on technology-based innovative co companies, uh, and we certainly like companies that typically have a higher uh, recurring revenue. Um, those typically are kind of our strengths. Uh, we look for different verticals that we have expertise in, as well as a, a broad network, uh, certainly one of them being agriculture, uh, food and beverage, um, mine, uh, recreational wellness, um, enterprise software, um, digital media, social media. Um, those are typically the areas that we play in right now. 
Brian, uh, do you want to describe, you know, how we work with, uh, with a company? So, you know, typically, um, you know, we, we've attracted, you know, different companies in different stages and we, we do a, a, a quick uh, overview or blush of where the company's at, figure out whether they fit into our particular, you know, model, uh, whether we can help them. Uh, once we've kind of gone through that, that process, um, they can be accepted into our program. Our program typically lasts somewhere between nine and 12 months, uh, depending again on the specific company. Um, and, you know, we help them with, you know, uh, we do a strategic overview of their company. We look at their financials. We look at their legal structure. We look at their um, R&D structure, sales and marketing. And then we look at a particular plan that would best suit their particular um, path. Um, and then we wrap around a program with them. So we have standardized programming, uh, which would be beneficial to all of our companies. Uh, but then we also look at the specific needs of that one company uh, and we put a plan in place for them. Uh, and so that typically is somewhere between nine and 10, uh, 12 weeks. But because we are early investors in those companies, uh, once you join our H, you're kind of in it with us until that event occurs down the road. Uh, where they they have their exit or some type of a liquidity event. I was I was wondering about um, the type of programming that you guys have. Um, can you explain a little bit about that? Well, I mean, it, it's funny because because it is a bit more customized. But we'll have um, guest speakers, experts that'll come in and talk about something very specific. That could be financial metrics. It could be uh, storytelling. It could be, you know, sales and marketing tools. Uh, we have partnerships with accounting firms and legal firms that will come in and do review of, you know, proper legal structure, proper tax efficiency. We will look at, um, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we do. Um, those are probably typically what we focus on. Um, and then we also partner with other um, you know, technology leaders in the ecosystem, and we will kind of collaborate with them as well. So when our partners are also putting on different programming, we will see if we can kind of insert our companies into those opportunities as well, and vice versa. Um, and we try to do make it a well rounded program over the year. Mm -hmm. So if you had one um, idea about what contributes to their success, um, what would it be? Well, that's a hard one um, because it's very, very specific to the, you know, to the company. We typically uh, really focus on who the founders are and, um, you know, whether we feel that, you know, they're a really good fit, uh, you know, with their ability to deliver on what they're trying to achieve. So we do focus a lot on the founders. Um, because our focus is that founders for founders, you know, we like to think that we go along the journey with them. Um, so because we've been through it before, all, all three founding partners of our age have been at that, this for quite some time. Um, you know, we like to think that we can shorten the runway of, to success just because we can help them avoid some of the mistakes that 
you know, we typically uh, would have either encountered or run into ourselves. Uh, we can also open up our network and get them in touch with, um, you know, key mentors as well that can also kind of accelerate that. So the idea is that, you know, can we find good leaders who we believe that can execute on their plan, have the vision for what they're trying to achieve? Can we tap in our expertise into that uh, and then facilitate that and kind of shorten the length uh, over time? I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what our focus is. I mean, we're not that un you know, different than other uh, accelerators um, where they look for, you know, quality uh, product offering, you know, a total addressable market, all those typical things we will look for, but we do tend to focus on who the founders are and whether we can really assist those founders. Brian, do you want to talk about where RH fits in the whole startup ecosystem, the innovation ecosystem? And uh, also discuss a little bit about you know some of the some of the learnings that you've you've taken uh, and adopted from Y Combinator. I would say that in our, the ecosystem, we typically take the handoff from that early stage, and we are the that first investor into those companies, the early stage investor. Um, and because there is a real gap that we see existing between that those early incubators, and then that first larger round of investment that many companies are seeking. Uh, and we really see that there's an opportunity that exists in this area, much like what we uh, saw happening at the Y Combinator, which is uh, a, a model that we really um, like that exists out in Silicon Valley. They typically take an early position in companies, invest a little bit of money, um, put them through their programming and tee them up for that next level of success. And I think that's really where our strength lies. Uh, one of the reasons why we've looked at uh, and have uh, just recently launched our new RHA fund, which I feel I feel is a really important uh, piece in that gap that I was referring to. So are you guys uh, looking at people coast to coast or specifically to, you know, within your local area or um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I think when we first started out, the idea was that we would love to see, you know, London's ecosystem continue to, you know, be elevated or lifted. I mean, we are all London based. Uh, what we're finding is that, you know, what we're doing here, uh, I think, can be used across the country. And, I, and as we continue to grow our presence in the kind of uh, ecosystem, what we're finding is that uh, partnerships are starting to evolve across the country. Um, and I think that our model um, and, you know, our, our expanded reach is starting to take hold. We recognize that that we had hoped, I guess, that that could have happened. We weren't sure when we first started out. Um, and I think London is a great place for companies to be and to grow. Um, but I also feel that there's many other kind of mid-sized markets that are uh, across Canada that are underserviced for um, what we are offering. So yes, absolutely, I think it will continue to expand. So how do you find these companies? Do they come to you or do you um, get them through referrals or what does that look like? 
Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of all of them. When we first started out, um, you know, we did more of a soft launch, I would say, just to kind of test the water to see what opportunities were out there. Uh, and we certainly had a, a number of inbound um, and generally a little bit more local. What we're finding now is that with those partnerships that I'm talking about, you're starting to get those referrals. So it's, it is a lot of word of mouth. It is a lot of, but of a, a reputation. I also believe that because we're raising a fund, uh, that will also attract a, a additional individuals. Uh, and then of course, our current companies also talk to other companies uh, and that also really helps. Um, and then all of us individually um, are out in the ecosystem in some shape or form. So whether we're uh, members of other organizations, whether we're guest speakers, whether we're sitting on panels, all those things are really contributing to people becoming more aware of our age. Um, I think we're getting a variety of different companies in different stages. The trick for us is really making sure that they fit into kind of our wheelhouse. Um, and I think that will in, in increase and improve over time as well. Can you um, tell us a little bit about a couple of the things that you look for in a company right off the bat? Um, well, what I had earlier said was certainly the leadership team is is very important. Um, it's it's not the be all and the end all. Uh, what we find is that there's often a great deal of domain expertise, so they know their stuff. Uh, but what they're really looking for is maybe some, you know, experience, some operational experience. So that that's certainly an important part about it. But it, you know, there's there's two components. It's you know we really like that recurring revenue. You know, we really like the idea of, of you know, you, you build it and then it'll just continue to churn and be successful. Um, you know, the other parts of it, you know, a, a really good market. But can we help them with our network and our connections? Um, do they have a good quality team? Uh, and, you know, is there a possibility for a large recurring revenue piece? Those are probably the three that are stand out to me. Perfect. Do you see any challenges uh, with your approach or with the companies that you uh, supply this to? Challenges. <laughs> this is a tough one because I think it's a little bit all over the map. Um, you know, some of the founders are very receptive to guidance and, and uh, input. Others sometimes can be a bit more resistant to it. Some like to, you know, learn on their own, um, and which is fine, and we will help them get that through that. Um, you know, I often say that that, you know, when companies are first starting out and they're growing, they're very focused on revenue and building whatever it may be, and everything in between tends to, you know, not get a lot of attention. Either they don't know it, they don't have the resources to address it. So that's really where the challenges lie, is how can you get them to where they have some of that operational excellence that I was talking about? So focusing on governance and better financial reporting and proper agreements and you know, their IP lockdown. Lock um, so those are really where the challenges are and how can you help those companies get to that point over a period of time? They're, they're a little bit all over the map. And, you know, it's difficult for us to, you know, get them to, you know, keep, keep focused on that. 
Um, of course, because what we're really focused on is them growing their revenue. Uh, that's the most important thing. Um, so yeah, and it, those are probably the areas that we struggle with the most. Brian, do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, RHA fund and who's investing in it and, and any process uh, innovation that you've brought to that? Yeah, so when we first started out, you know, we recognized that there was the need, um, you know, to create an entity like the RH Accelerator in the London area, because I, I do feel that there's some real strategic advantages of being here. But we did recognize that there's a gap in access to capital. Uh, and this isn't unique to London. This is, this is very common across the, the, certainly the tech ecosystem, where that early, early money, more friends and family money, um, you know, runs out fairly quickly, and then you're trying to get to that next level. Uh, and in order to do that, you know, you're typically out there pitching, you know, more organized um, capital, um, organized capital, such as angel networks or private equity. And that's a little bit too far down the road. Uh, and companies just need that earlier amount of money, which some, you know, usually sits somewhere between a hundred to $150,000. That would give them a much, you know, a longer runway in order to increase their revenue, put some structure in place, um, and then be ready to go to that next level. So we launched the fund, the RHA fund, um, very recently uh, in order to look at investing in that range. So between a hundred to $150,000. Um, and really, you know, the, the, the investors are those that, um, are okay with some higher risk, um, feel confident that the fact that these companies are affiliated with RH are having some oversight and some guidance. So we'd like to think that we can de-risk those investments a little bit. Um, but it's also giving them the opportunity to spread those investments across, you know, a variety of different companies. Um, so very much more of a mutual fund approach. Um, and, you know, we feel that it's, it's an untapped market. Not a lot of people want to play in this space, but I think with our background and our expertise, uh, we really feel that there's an opportunity uh, for some success. Do you want to share one of the stories of one of the companies that uh, you had as a success so far? Uh, well, we have, we've had a number. Um, probably the one that's, you know, the, the closest to me is a company called Factory Bucket. Uh, they have built uh, a cloud-based uh, ERP system, which is an enterprise resource planning system that they have launched in conjunction with General Dynamics land systems here in London. So it's a large Fortune 500 company. Uh, Factory Bucket was very fortunate to uh, sign a, an agreement with them. Um, and, you know, they were young, um, you know, somewhat inexperienced, but had really good um, drive in order to make this successful. So I started to work with them on some of the things that I spoke about earlier, just some structure, some operational excellence. Uh, and then I also assisted them with that early fundraising as well. And what I found was that that level of money that helped them continue to get along so that at this point they, you know, continue to broaden um, their product offering where not just the London, General Dynamics London is, is, is utilizing the system, but 
it's to be implemented across all 11 um, uh, locations for General Dynamics Land Systems Global. Uh, they were uh, successful at winning a, the, a Global Innovation Award with General Dynamics as an entity last November, which was fantastic. Uh, and now that product is being uh, entered into the general the manufacturing sector across southwestern Ontario. So it's been it's been a, maybe a little slower than they anticipated, um, but it's been a really nice kind of success along the way. Um, so, and, and, and I think they've really benefited from, you know, RH's involvement. Um, so it, it's, it's been a really good journey and I continue to be involved with them as well. well that's great, Brian. Uh, if people want to connect with you, um, how, how would they, uh, how would they find you? Well, both, both, um, you know, Individually, I'm, I'm located on the RH Accelerator online. So um, we have a, a, a great uh, website. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn as well under Brian Foster with RH Accelerator. I'd love to connect with people. Um, and uh, if people are interested in the fund, uh, it's a separate entity, um, but you can reach out to me directly either through LinkedIn or through the RHA uh, Accelerator uh, website. Uh, and I can I can facilitate you learning more about the fund as well. So, well, thanks for joining us. Um, thanks everyone, and thank you, Diana. Thank you, Brian, for uh, uh, an interesting session of the Ready Set Grow podcast.